Hey guys, this is Matt. And this is Sean. Welcome to the show. We're meeting at the crossroads of wellness and sales in an attempt to share different mental, physical, and spiritual tactics to attain better results in your life of sales. We're going to experiment, challenge, and discuss what may or may not work for you in hopes to push you to become the best version of yourself. Hope you enjoy today's show. How many business days left in the quarter? Oh, hmm? Wednesday, Thursday, two days. Two. Is there anything distracting you at all? You're pretty focused. No, I'm, I'm never distracted. No um, emails or bosses calling you about nope. last minute deals? Nope. nope. Nothing? Nope. nope. Nothing. Yeah. I'm, I'm all set. How about you? I'm good. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, are we recording? Huh. You ever just kind of what feel like this is your day in and day out? God, this is good. Updates. Details. Updates. Email. Salesforce. Text. Updates. Netflix. New show. Amen. New food. Butcher box. Likely. Upside. Slippy slip. You ever just, by the way, this is our first real, I think, good video quality. Hey, everyone. Hey. Hey. What do you think? I think we finally got something set up. Like the table? Studio? good. I think we finally got that set up, but. What are we talking about today? We're talking about digital fast. Digital fasting. Like not eating food? Like not eating phones. But in all seriousness, seriousness, I just feel like as much as that was just a joke, that is that is our it controls us, especially day, in, day out, especially end of quarter. Any yeah. notification, signer, is that contract? Nope, nope. I was on a call today, and it was interesting. It was me with client and person from customer success, and the customer success person even made a joke. They're like, I'm Kind of like, I'm surprised you're on this call and not out closing business. I was like, well, thanks for that. Maybe I'm just hiding from uh, <laughs> all the updates I need to provide elsewhere. But um, as much as that was just kind of a joke, I feel like that is kind of our lives. And it's, yeah, it's a relatively new aspect to all of us, I think. You're inundated with a Slack message, a Teams message, an email at all hours of the day. Phone call, a text, a... And the instantaneous response is you almost feel required. Yeah. It's kind of screwed up, especially in this profession. I think of, of all the ones you, we feel like we've got to have everything real time, real time notifications, emails, text calls, got to be available after hours, always have the phone on you. And, and there's some irony in it too. We're glued to it for work. So let's say that's nine to five. And then we're glued to it again, sometimes even after the fact. And I, I'd say most people probably that their work phone is their personal phone. Yeah. And I know if you hard to separate. Yeah. Yeah. I know some, some companies do the separate work personal phone, which I think is actually a good idea. Right. So we've, we've chatted about this a little bit in the past, um, just kind of in the sense of, being take, you know, putting your phone away for family time and whatnot. And, um, you find yourself in phases of doing it. And then you're either calling out your kids or your 
wife and then you find yourself doing the exact same thing. Yep. And I think if you're not intentional about making a change, you just fall back into those same habits. And a couple, just to kick us off here, a couple, yeah. a couple crazy stats, just so we're all on the same page here. So the average American picks up their phone 262 times a day. This was from a, a survey.com recent one. That's once every five and a half minutes. 80% of people check their phone within 10 minutes of waking up. Mm. 48 consider themselves addicted to their phones. Mm. Average screen time, three hours and 19 minutes. Mm. 45%. Here's the big one. Okay, you ready? Hold, 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 hold yourself. Hold the table. Hold your chest. 45% of people would rather give up sex for a year over their cell phone. Wow. They'd rather make love to their iPhone. I don't want to know what those people are wife. doing on their phone. Uh, um, so that's, that's, that's pretty crazy when you think about that. And when we started doing the research for this podcast, that was the first time I'd really dove into the analytics on my phone and seen. Yeah. Well, I mean, the screen time pops up every Sunday, which is kind of fucked up, I think, to show you Sunday. They're like Good and bad. I mean, I, I <laughs> personally, you, you get it on a, a Sunday and it's screen time was up 20%, then you're like, fuck this. Like, yeah, I'm going to fix it next week. You're down 18%. Boom. Had a, had a little win. Yeah. Uh, so it's a motivator and demotivator all at the same time. Obviously we're always talking about how much big tech companies are tracking us and that's our, we're way past that. But, um, yeah. you know, they're, they're getting the weeds on all those little things. Yeah. But I didn't realize it tracks how many times you pick up your phone. I knew it, it tracked how many time you spent on each app. So you can see that. But how often you pick up your phone, um, let's see what else we got here. The other thing, at least, that we want to call out, too, is as we get into this a little bit more and talking about the good and the bad, is there's some a lot of great ways of, of, of making some changes that are already built in. But one thing to, to note is with, at least with Apple, not sure about Android and other ones, a lot of the times they'll call screen time with certain apps like Waze or... For instance, I use uh, my iPhone to have our baby camera up. So it says my screen time's like 10 hours a day. You sound like you're rationalizing. <laughs> sound like a drug addict over here. I mean, it's the Nana, I swear, guys. <laughs> we all have it, right? It's, it's Waze. It's not me. <laughs> I'm looking at Waze eight hours a day. Um, no, but I, I know you're, where you're coming from there. So. Right. So I think it's important to just, as you start thinking about this and being more, again, intentional, to look at what's what's actually causing the the actual screen time itself. So maybe yeah. there's something like that where you're like, why why is it saying eight hours? And you realize it's a different app. But right. now you cannot focus less on that or find different ways to maybe pull that on a, a, up on a different device so you can really see what kind of screen time you actually have and ways of taking that away. Yep. So looking at digital fasting, pretty much self-explanatory, just taking time away from your device um, mostly we're talking about phones here, but really you should include everything, your computer, your TV, anything that's, that's got a screen, a glowing screen on it. So you can do daily, um, daily fast. So set aside time each day. I try to do this like when my kids get home, like five to seven, I'm, I'm definitely not consistent with this. And, and that's fast. the hardest part. I feel like me and Caitlin, we go through phases of being yeah. good about it then it's the worst is when you're sitting on the couch and you both have your phones open and yeah. And then you're like, it's your kid playing. You're like, well, then we both call each other out on it, which is good. But I think it's the constant reminder to tell each other 
or focus on it, which Caitlin and I do a really good job, but you almost want to like somehow try to find a way to make it in every day and getting into that rhythm, just like anything else, like yeah. working out or meditation or whatnot and making it a very consistent thing and not just something that's good for a few days and bad for a few days. Yeah. Especially with kids too. It's like, you know, our, our kids are young. They see the phone, but I don't want them to be like saying like, go, daddy's always on his phone when he, when he gets home, you know, I think it's right. important to just put it away, turn it off, put it in a drawer somewhere or probably even put it in a, in a lock box with a timer. And that's well. So as we were talking about this um, and actually having a quick chat with someone who's going to be a guest here soon, uh, one of the things that came to mind that was pretty funny because um, we'll talk a little bit more about this trip that someone went on, but if there was an actual service, if you're doing a, a long-term digital fast, where you know you could have the lockbox, but you could find a way out of that, or have the code, yeah. a service where you just say, "All right, I'm 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 mailing my phone in to this service, and I'm going to give it 48 hours, so there's no other option." Which sounds drastic, but sometimes that's what you need. Yeah. Um, I found what works best for me is when I make it where if we're going to bed and I have it charging downstairs or vice versa, where after work I go and put my phone upstairs for those few hours after work where it's, you know, family time and dinner time and whatnot, but kind of definitely putting it away from you while at the same time, I've, I've also found that with an Apple watch, I've also got to take the watch off or mute the notifications. Yeah. Um, cause then you see it and they're like, all right, well, I've got got a text message. I got to go take a look at it or whatnot. Um, I mean, I think if you, you put the phone away, but you still have your watch on then it's no different. Yeah, exactly. I, as my wife would yeah. say, I'm cheating when I do that. It's yeah. kind of circumventing all the reasons why we're we're sitting here doing this anyways. But I'd like to try a weekend. The next next on my list is like a weekend fast because I I can't remember the last time I went like 48 hours with no device. Yeah, like at my at my house, not when I was camping or something like that, and didn't have service. So I think that's that's my next step here with this to do a full 48. This to 20. do, this is to do. Just do a full, a full Saturday, Sunday, no phone. Turn it off, put it away. And I think too, it, it bringing it back to the world that we live in in sales m- clears your mind. There might be again, it's probably a balance of depending upon what's going on in your with your opportunities or whatnot and what you're thinking of. I think it obviously if it's. 12 hours left in the corner quarter and you got something close different scenario. But if you have the opportunity to not have uh, crazy stress levels with stuff at work and being able to take that away, I bet there's this clarity that I'm sure that it will give you to where you can come back, appreciate certain things. Yeah. um, Maybe even be more efficient with certain things because you want to crank out those emails to then feel more comfortable about taking the time off versus spreading out your time on everything that you're doing day in and day out with your emails and notifications and getting dinged and Slack messages. And especially when you're a global company, when you wake up and you've got handful of emails from someone in yeah. India or, or Europe and you just feel the need to just respond immediately. Yeah. Um, and, and we've talked about this before, but the whole, Right when you wake up, you know, you don't want to dive into email and, and check that, that kind of stuff, which can be a challenge because a lot of people use their, I mean, I, I use my phone as my alarm clock. So, right. but I've been in the habit of whatever I see on there. The only thing I'm opening up is music for the working out. But if I see a bunch of notifications for emails, I'm not clicking in until after 
I'm done yeah. with that. So just have having that if, if you can have that kind of discipline, but if that's too challenging, then just you know don't use your phone as an alarm clock. Um, yeah. But, but that that part of it too, I think, also understanding why are we so drawn to this? This is becoming a lot more apparent now. In fact, like Instagram and Facebook just came out. I'm sure you saw the news about they were coming out with the Instagram the under 13, and they realized like this is not this is not good because now that we've got like. 10 years of social media out. Has it been about 10 now? Yeah. Probably. I mean, yeah. I yeah, guess l- l- longer than that. Yeah. I, I say 10 years of smartphone. Right. Social media. Um, but it's, it's these, it's this constant dopamine hit, dopamine hit. That's why the, the notifications that pop up, it's like, Ooh, what is that? Ooh, what is that? Cause it's like your brain just getting a reward, reward, reward. It's like taking little bumps of uh, yeah. cocaine or something. Like that. <laughs> so I think it also opens up, uh, I think it's interesting. You they see obviously both of us having uh, young kids seeing like Melissa and Doug who've come out with these like old school type toys and have just like been able to corner the market on like what was cool and hip like 50 years ago. But I think there's going to be opportunity for that also on the getting away from technology and having something simplified. Like in our world of sales, like we've gotten completely away from the hard phones. Like I think there's now a market to have that back to yeah. where like a jitterbug, like those old exactly. phones. Like to, and I've seen the ones too, where you can essentially put your SIM card into this jitterbug type phone and it only has yeah. dial pads. But like getting back to that could also make you more efficient in the world of sales. Cause you throw your actual phone away. You have a cold call list and go through that when you got nothing but, you know, numbers to dial. It could yeah. be kind of interesting, you know? And it's a good segue to kind of the next point of notifications period. Um, a, a good kind of strategy for this is to really do a, a notification audit. And I did this a couple months ago and I was just looking at what do I have notifications turned on for and what do I need to see real time? Cause a lot of these, you can control the cadence of them. Do you need that? Do you need that email real time? Maybe, but if, what if you switch it to every 15 minutes that your phone is, is right. checking emails as opposed to, to real time? Um, I've turned off most of the notifications, like the actual sounds and or, uh, numbers that you see outside of emails, yeah, which is which is good. The negative is I'm a Xerox kind of guy, yeah, on personal and work. So if you ever if you're the kind of person that has you know ten thousand unread emails, it stresses me the hell out. Yes, but the flip side to that is it's a negative in this scenario because if I ever see, let's see, how many emails I have right now on personal email, I've got ten and work I have five which isn't a lot in the world that yeah. we're living in, but I have this angst of wanting to go through and delete or respond so quickly. Yeah. So I think in the sense of when you're trying to fast and maybe if it's over a weekend, you go ahead and just turn off all the notifications and turn them back on and they're going to be there. But yeah. um, making a point of doing that so you don't look down and just see the one red red little circle. And, and that's something I struggle with on vacation. I always tell myself, right, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to check work stuff. I'm going to turn these off. And I, and I find that to be so challenging, especially if I'm taking, you know, on, on the sales side, it's tough to take dedicated time off. If you have cell service and your, your personal phone is your work phone. And um, as much as you can be committed to it yourself, I think the other important thing is having your significant other, your friends, whoever those you're around your family and openly tell them, all right, I'm trying to fast from technology over the next 24 hours. Call yeah. me out. Yeah. You see me doing something, call me out. You see me picking up my phone, call me out. 
yeah. and have them, you know, hold you accountable just like anything else. Just like having someone push you to work out, just like having someone push you to make that last cold call. Yep. Having the same thing. So, I mean, yeah. network too, you know, for the times when you are back in the office and you find yourself maybe slacking off having that person in the same office as you calling you out if they see you just kind of down here doing that versus, you know, grinding away. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of people struggle too with the picking up your phone. You look down and you're, you're in Instagram and you're like, how did I even get here? That it's, is, it's, it's so, it's such an automatic sort of time killing response. Like if I'm, I'm waiting in line somewhere or if I have any second of downtime or remember, you know, old school when you used to have to take a shit and read a magazine. <laughs> have you ever seen that picture? I want to see if I can find it where it's, you know, a, a bunch of people watching like a sporting event and it has everyone, you know, with their phones out and there's this one like old woman who's just watching and they're yeah. like, yeah, she's appreciating it. I mean, yes, they're all taking photos or whatnot, but I think there's something so true to that. It's like yeah. nothing else. Like I'm, I'm taking that memory in my mind and focusing on that and don't have to worry about everything else, but it's kind of messed up. It's, it's a, you wake up at four in the morning and you're like, oh, I'm tired, but let me check. Let me just scroll something. And you're like, why? Yeah, then, then you start to go down rabbit holes and re, especially, so I, I deleted Facebook recently. I still have my account, but I just deleted the app. That's good. And, but I still use Instagram for this and then I have, right. I have another account, but. You, you, you're good LinkedIn. about Instagram. I, I will say that you've, you've, in the five years I've known you, you've always been good and not really someone who cares so much about getting on Instagram or Facebook for that matter. So mm, I commend yeah. you there. It, it was just such a, it was such a, uh, especially the Facebook was such a time suck. Cause it's like, who, who am I friends with on Facebook? Mostly friends, family. Do I need to see what they're doing every day of every second? What, what I did with the outside of the optimized sales account, I did set up an Instagram account where it's only the, you know, inspirational people I follow. So, right. it's, like, so it's like my feed every time I go to it is, is if I'm feeling kind of lazy or whatever, it's like Jocko Goggins, yeah. Rogan, you know, um, all the the different sales leaders I follow, so it's kind of kind of. I like that idea. I mean, what would you almost call it's that? A controlled. It's like a camouflaged, you know, social media account. Yeah, just to make sure there's there's no junk in there. Um, kind of using that to your advantage. So that's something you can. And let's be honest, like, there's do. only so much of a difference if you're listening to a podcast or a book. Different, but like when you're going through social media and you get like those most motivational posts, you kind of only want to take in one, two, three, four, five, and then you're like, all right. I'm good now. You don't yeah. scroll through 50, 60 of those and try to remember all those. It's one of those that normally sets you off yeah. and kind of gets you back on, on what you're trying to focus on. You almost have to be, you almost have to be careful too with that because you can, you can find yourself disguising procrastination as well. I'm just, I'm reading this. I'm, I'm, I'm researching that. I'm following this guy. Um, Cause I think that's a big piece too is especially in the day to day of sales, which can be like groundhog day every day. A lot of stuff you don't want to do, prospecting, following up, a lot, of, a lot of repetitive shit. You'll find yourself just with this auto procrastination Maybe device is, in your hand. This is the <sighs> picture I was going to show that I just think is so true. And again, it speaks so much to like just taking in the moment or focusing on what's naturally around you. There it is. This woman gets it. It's great. Yep. She gets it. She gets it. Have you seen that picture of the people on the train where it's like everyone's reading a newspaper? You know that that one? And then it's comparing it to like people yeah. read that's their iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. That was interesting too. 
Let's see if I can find that. I'm pretty excited. Um, so like I said, our next guest, it's perfect timing that they're going to be talking a little, a very extreme yeah. version of what we're hinting towards. And he did it over a period of four days, four days, truly lockbox everything, you know, letting, letting family know what's going on. But, and, and he did a dopamine fast, which we'll talk about as well too. Here we go. This is good. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's the same but different. Right. Right. So it's interesting cuz like, you know, we you know, uh, one of the latest Joe Rogan's I listened to is this uh, doctor talking about the world of addiction and you know, obviously it's we're, you know, only think drugs and alcohol and now you think technology like how is this going to affect our generations and our next generations, uh, you know, yeah. video games are one thing, but, and it's interesting cause Joe Rogan, I didn't know this about him. He openly was talking about, he was addicted to video games for yeah, a, quite a long time and realized he was like staying up eight hours, waking up in the middle and sun rising. And it's like, I've got to make a change. It kind of did a cold Turkey, which is interesting, but like there, you have to do a digital fast to like get that person to wean off yeah. of their addiction there, which is, sad but it's the world that we live in so you know always just trying to think about cool new tricks to get you away from it there's while the phone is the worst enemy it has a lot of what you need to take away the yeah. notifications to limit your time and it's i think so many of those um pieces were probably focused for your kids, you know, like making yeah. sure they're not playing their video games or on their phone or whatnot. But like you could do the same thing for yourself or I've hit my hour limit. I've hit my 20 minute limit. Um, I, th I think it's awareness too yeah. of, of just, this is all new technology to us. But if you don't check these, you know, wow, this is how much screen time I have. This is how many times I'm picking up my phone. I, I had no idea. Or this is why I'm drawn to my phone. Now that I understand it, I can kind of separate it and just, it's just like anything else, just adding discipline to it. Yeah. So I think it's important and, and a little ironic leverage of technology is in front of you to also try to be your best friend, right? Be incredibly intentional about it. And, you know, again, that's, that's putting the phone or a piece of technology in a different room, different place, locking it up, getting it out of your face yep. and then having you know, an accountability buddy, you know, whether it's at work, whether it's your, your wife and calling each other out on that stuff because it's bad. Yeah. So just again, some kind of, recaps and takeaways so number one be aware of the reason you're drawn to your notifications your constant phone checking know, know that it's that dopamine pathway and control that because you don't want to burn out your dopamine um, number two implement some kind of digital fasting routine whether that's daily quarterly some kind of extended uh, digital fast use the analytics to your advantage so add governors on apps if you got problems with them use screen time look at your number of pickups notifications and use it as motivation. Yeah. Yeah. And then audit, 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 audit your notifications, cut down the frequency and you know, cool. Well, I think for anyone make, need. take that challenge, whether it's, you know, putting your phone down from the time you get home to bed, uh, doing a 24 hour 12 to 12 over the weekend, mm -hmm. final little things and just keep using the technology advantage. Then look to see that screen time going down and try to get better and better. Um, and, you know, focusing on the, the, the real life that's in front of you. Yep. 
All right. That said, I hope you're consuming this on your device. So please close that out <laughs> and walk away. See you guys. See ya. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Optimize Sales with your hosts, Matt and Sean. We hope you enjoyed today's show and we look forward to bringing you more health and wellness tactics to make you the best sales rep or sales leader possible. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please follow us on Instagram at Optimize Sales, share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review on all major podcast distros. As always, you can head over to OptimizeSalesShow.com to check out all the links and resources in the show notes. That's all for this episode. And remember, optimize your mind and body, optimize your pipeline.